Yeah, so, um, it was a recap episode. <laughs> uh-huh, it but, was. But it was also kind of entertaining. Yeah, so, it, was. It, it was. It was a very well-framed uh, recap episode. There, there were times where I, w- I forgot I was watching a recap episode because a lot of it was original mm-hmm. animation, so... And that was that. really... That's, that's good. Yeah, it's like, at least... Even if it was, like, total recap, just to see that they were putting the money into making it look new and different, yeah. that's, that's nice. So, um, so uh, my morning was freaking stupid, though. <laughs> okay, what's up? What um, happened? I, I just went upstairs. I, t- I messaged you that I was going upstairs to make some toast. I was, I was like, man, that's some, that's some <laughs> big, big investment just to make some freaking toast because you disappeared. <laughs> I go upstairs, and my toaster breaks. <laughs> I like the idea that you you come up, like, you, you cross the threshold into the room, and just sparks and smoke come from the toaster. <laughs> so so what happened was, I I, I set up the toaster, and I, I, I wanted, for some reason, my brain was like, oh, there's already toast inside, or there's already bread inside of it. So I pushed down the little lever thing. I mean, I haven't put any bread in there, so there's no reason for me to push it down, but I did. And so then I hit the cancel button, realizing my mistake. And then the little spring, like, it flies up, because I guess it just doesn't have the resistance of the bread. And so now my toaster's broken, because it won't go back down. Wait, your toaster has a cancel button? Yeah, there's like a little cancel button that you can press, and it, like, releases the little mechanism. Oh, all my toasters have just let me jam the lever back up. <laughs> yeah, no, not this one. And they never broke. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the reason why. The, the cancel button is the issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now I'm eating cold pizza, which, you know, that's, that's a good breakfast. I'm okay yeah, that's that. fine. My breakfast is, is a, a, oh, hold on, let me see. A Kroger snack medley's protein, which, mm. uh... It goes on about how much protein's in it. Um, <laughs> how much? The, the thing is, this has to be called a protein pack because calling it a fat bomb would only appeal <laughs> to the internet people who know that that's the thing you're supposed to eat. But because we've been so improperly coded and thinking like, oh, gotta get low fat or no fat. Fat's bad for you. Fat makes you fat. It's like, no. <laughs> fat is the actually only efficient fuel for humans to eat so they have to put protein on there even though there is way less protein than there is fat so it's like i do need it it's just they can't be honest about it it has to fat bomb has to be in the closet has to call itself a protein pack because that <laughs> that sounds healthy even though i mean it, you don't want yeah. primarily protein. That's bad for you. Then you start running off of protein, and your body starts digesting your muscles. That's that's a good condition to be in. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, do we want to talk about my hero? I don't know if there's much to talk about. It's just you know, it, it's a it's a little story about yeah. a journalist. Very clearly, a fictional universe where journalists have good intentions. Yes. Well, <laughs> it, it almost seemed like this guy was an oddity. Okay. Because I mean, at the very end, he gives them a picture of All Might eating a bun, and they're like, "Oh, this is the hot take." Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> so like it's like he's working for like TMZ almost. Well, 
or he, he's a freelance working for TMZ. It's it's more like I don't know. It's more like the uh, the twenty the the early twenty tens era where most quote journalism was just fluff, like it was just mm. cute animals mm-hmm. and things things like that. Where it's like this isn't actually news, but it's not necessarily harmful. Whereas that's right. all journalism is now. Is it just cause as much harm and chaos as you can? This is the only way we can make money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make everyone panic. But um but it, it was it was a very charming episode. Like I I was actually really surprised because just like you said, I was forgetting that I was watching a recap episode. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty good. Also, this is because they wouldn't freaking upload the dub. Like, okay. Yeah. A co- so Funimation's <laughs> schedule <clears throat> said that it was gonna be simultaneous sub and dub, mm-hmm. and that it was supposed to happen at uh, uh, in my time zone, it was supposed to be 4.30 a.m. And it was like 5.45 and I'd see nothing on Funimation. Nothing had updated. They still had yeah. that little article saying when it was going to be up there. You check their, li- their, their uh, um, I guess, library. I guess that's what you would call it. And check their yeah. schedule and it's nowhere to be found. And then just like around, I, I think, 6.15, it suddenly popped up. <clears throat> So, yeah. uh, I don't know yeah. if they dropped the ball or just, I, I don't know if it was like, if it did air on time, but only as like a live stream. I don't, I'm confused, but yeah, I we'll think we'll have to figure out a better way to fit, to find it for future episodes. If they keep doing weird stuff like this. Well, also I'm not sure if the, uh, the time that it airs, if this is when it's going to air, and I don't know if this is when it's going to have the official airing time, but mm-hmm. uh, if this does turn out that this is when it's going to air, we might have to skip it next week, and then we'll just do the episode after. But that's going to be tough. <laughs> just going to be really hard to like keep straight in your head. Oh, wait, no, that was that was last week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the, the problem is, is that it's basically airing like two hours after we normally start recording. Right. So that's kind of difficult. And I don't know if I can adjust my schedule to record these later than we already are. Yeah. Like when you're like, okay, we're going to have to do it real early this morning. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Earlier. <laughs> how about three thirty? maybe three this time. <laughs> That's how I'm reacting. Whereas you're like, all right, this is going to be real serious. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, yeah. yes, yes. I almost had to work this morning and then we ended up getting everything done last night. And so I didn't have to go in this morning. Yeah. If but. you'd, if you'd had to work then we wouldn't have uh, been able to watch the episode anyway, which I mean, this time it was a recap, but for future reference, if this is, if this is when they're airing, it's possible that we're just going to have to adopt the, uh, just gonna have to say we'll do it a week later so it's yeah. consistent yeah um that's unfortunate that's the first show that we've had an issue with uh yeah <laughs> with and, airing in our in our recording schedule and the problem <laughs> is it's like the big one <laughs> it is the show <laughs> like this is this is gonna be the most it's <clears throat> this is gonna be like one of the biggest ones yeah for this show in particular which i was thinking the other day <clears throat> what kind of uh like I was like I realized I don't really listen to very many anime focused podcasts, mm-hmm. so I went and looked them up, and I'm not gonna name names because I'm not just gonna try to be critical of people that I just found. But ninety nine point nine percent of them 
are not focused on the anime that I care about. Like, mm. they, a lot of them are anime news, or mm-hmm. they're like, that whole season is getting reviewed, which is packed full of stuff that I couldn't care less about. To me, that's as crazy as doing an entire podcast on everything NBC is currently showing. It's like, <laughs> wow, all of it? <laughs> like, all of it, though? Surely you don't care that much. And then <clears throat> I started thinking, well, what other podcasts in the past did I kind of listen to? And there was one podcast I remember listening to that covered, like, all, like, uh, um, sci- like Star Wars and Marvel and DC, all that stuff that covered it. And I remember <clears throat> I stopped listening when all of those terabad like live action DC shows started coming out and that ended up being the ch- the biggest chunk of their uh runtime and i was like wow you just can't cover everything or you lose me so yeah i, I mean well there's there see the, the what we're doing here we're we're <clears throat> very focused yeah on <laughs> a very specific genre it's not even a genre like a very specific facet and so if we're if we're watching something and we don't like it and it's not line or even if it doesn't line up with what we're talking about we will stop talking about it on the show to yeah. keep everything consistent and, and I, I think that that's a really good way to curate content to not you know be too broad and just completely miss the point of the show sure but Last night, or I guess I should say yesterday, when I was like trying to find new stuff that was coming out that was interesting, I spent about uh-huh. like two two straight hours just trying to find things. And oh, I was please. like, I really can't find much. Is this a problem? Because mm. maybe we just don't talk about that many shows. You know, it, when this was weird, it was weird that we started and got this many great shows to talk about in this season, yeah. like Dr. Stone and fire force, just all of a sudden just gifted mm-hmm. to us on top of it just Ed <clears throat> Astra. Like, oh, yeah, man. like we had a really good season. <laughs> yeah. It was out of character for the whole industry, yeah. for everyone to start cranking out hits at the same time. The doldrums are coming. Boy, are you right though? <laughs> like, I was looking through and I was like, here, let's sort by Shonen. And it was like, Slice of life, high school mm. girls, and I was like, bro, be honest with me. Are young boys <laughs> really into this right now? I think, I think we need to help them. <laughs> we need to let them, f- where the mechs? Show them the mechs. We need to get the young boys mechs. Man. We're, we're yeah, in trouble I, if this is what they're into. I'm like, I, I, I'm trying to think of shows that we were watching in the past and how they would line up with belt and like the thing is is that it's such a it's not, since it's not a genre <clears throat> it's a feeling there are many things that can fit into it and so i was thinking like eden of the east uh which i mentioned to you earlier this week yeah the problem um, with eden of the east is that it's unfortunate because it uh never got to finish with the third movie in that trilogy because it has the show mm. then it was supposed to do a trilogy of movies and only two of them came out so is there no word on the on the third movie? I, or is it just like gone forever? I have to double check, but I think it's been like eight years. Like it's been a mm. long time. I remember when we yeah. started watching it, the second movie had already been out for like a year, oh, and man. no no third ever came. And it sucks because the second one ends on a big cliffhanger. So 
That's why it's so unfortunate. That being said, I mean, that wouldn't stop me from recommending someone to watch Firefly. True. Because that, that is a good point. It was just good. And you kind of get sort of an ending at the end of the show. That that mm-hmm. could be a little satisfying, even though there's a lot of there's like a a lot of loose ends. But oh, there's tons of loose ends. And the thing about it is, like, the movie only got to cut, like tie up a few of the loose ends. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, from your recollection, though, of uh, Eden of the East, would you say that it would be kind of like a Kitzniver, um type? Not 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 necessarily the same type of. But like that that kind of sleeper belt. You mean like it's sort of based in the real world, but then it has like one element of fantasy or sci-fi going on. So it's like uh, more. It's a little more grounded because I mean yeah. it is definitely sci-fi. Yeah, and it's very grounded. Yes. Um, so hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, we could easily start rewatching it and figure that out. On the show, yeah, we could, because uh, we know it's good. We know we enjoy it because uh, but... <laughs> all of this. So there's a reason we're talking about not having things to talk about because, because we're axing some things. We're, well, we're definitely axing one thing, and it's going <laughs> into pieces, and then throwing it into a trash bag, <laughs> leaving it on the side of the street to seep. Ugh. That that obviously being, I mean, if anyone, I guess, was following along with this. You probably got the feeling we're getting rid of Desert Punk. Oh, man. Such a waste. And it's weird. Like, you said that the the last episode I think we watched, which, was it the 15th episode? Or were we further uh, along in that 12th. one? I think it was the 12th. Oh, okay. The 12th yeah, we episode. Yeah, quite. Yeah. The 12th episode suddenly started acting like a TV show again. It started acting like the show that we started watching to begin with. Yeah, and it had, like, a script. And even the way Desert Punk's voice actor is performing sounds different. And it sounds like he yeah. did earlier on. It's almost like you can tell when this episode is going to be bad because of the way his performance will change. Like, there's two different Desert Punks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And the 11th episode. Yeah. That was like, uh... I was just like, who made this? Like, yeah, who I just, okay. It was, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Before we like get into the show's normal format, I think, I think this is how we're going to get rid of shows. It was, we just, we get rid of them right at the start. So we don't have to waste time on them later. Give them a, either a nice send off or a destructive send off and then move on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, like. G- give them, give them their bag, their coat. Pat them on the back and say, you know, uh, well, you know, better luck next time. Or you know, you shove a stick of dynamite up their rear, and kick them down a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we're going to be doing this time. Yeah, because, unfortunately, man, Desert Punk. It, okay, it would have been bad enough for Desert Punk to be. I think the word you use was despicable, which I think was eloquent. It was a good way to put it. Really, ca- really captured my feelings. Yeah, um, it would be a one. It would be one thing to have a character like that, and and you can even recover from that. Mm-hmm. But they seemed determined to not, and it was inconsistently written, and it was I would say poorly written. Yeah, at a few different places. So, yeah, it's a shame because it seemed like there was something there, especially in those first three episodes, and but, in the twelfth episode. But yeah, 
But man, does it not live up to uh, that potential. No, not at all. So, yep, Desert Punk's out. Uh, I'm looking for another show to add. I was thinking we were talking about Gun X Sword or Gun Cross Sword, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Gun Buster is another one. Which, which is that's, by the Promare guy. Yeah, that was where I think he started directing anime. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was the third one? We had a third one, right? Um, I had mentioned Eden of the East right after you had, uh, right after yeah, you had said those. So yeah, we'll look into those. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see which one fits. Yeah, uh, we're trying to stave off the inevitable uh, reviewing of uh, Gurren Lagann. Mm-hmm. That being said, I, I I don't think we should push it back too far because I think that'll be great in helping us define, you know. What this is, even though I think we figured out what Belt is. Yeah. We, we got a pretty good idea. I think maybe I just want to have, <laughs> oh. you know, oh, yeah. have a show where it's like every week I'm like, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I just get to relish. Also, who knows? Maybe we'll have some new criticisms. Yeah. Or, right. uh, or maybe even some new things to love. Uh, yeah. But yeah, trying to hold off on that for now. Trying to trying to challenge ourselves. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to things. it. We'll, we'll come back to it. So it's it's all mm-hmm. it's only sitting on the burner for a little bit. <laughs> burner. <laughs> <laughs> the back burner. <laughs> um, I think we have a front burner now. Mm. The front burner where we put things. Also, burning effect. No pun intended. Now moving into the breakers. So that'll I think probably be last in line for the breakers we talk about. Yeah. Kind of already talked about My Hero. Yeah, so. and I was looking at the release schedule for uh, Burning Effect, and... Oh, you found it. Well, I, I, I... No, sorry. I'm looking at how it was uploaded in the past. Okay, gotcha. And speculating for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the last one was posted on 922. Uh, so, I am only going to assume, since... We haven't seen one. They were being posted like two and four days apart uh, for a good couple, like or a good week or so. I'm assuming that's uh, because of the waves of the translations right. coming through. And so I would so. only assume, because before episode... <laughs> hmm. uh, it happens to you too! You are also flawed! <laughs> you are immortal! <laughs> So before chapter 36, uh, chapter 35 came out on uh, the, gosh, what is that month? Oh, yeah. July. (laughs) July, okay. July 15th, and then it was a break until September. So if there is another break, I'm assuming we won't get another episode until probably early November. You said episode again. I did, I did. But yeah. um, It fits. I think... It's too animated to call it a chapter. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when it comes to Burning Effect, we're not going to promise as to when we're going to get these. And honestly, when it comes to Fire Force, I don't know if we can promise. <laughs> so I think what we're just going to have to do is say, hey, if there's new stuff, we'll watch those. Yep. And we'll have those for next week. Uh, yep. Same thing with the Burning Effect. Probably more consistently with Burning Effect, just because of the way the translations are happening. Yeah. So, but that, so, but it is now a breaker. Don't hold your breath. Yes, don't hold your breath. But every time we get new stuff, ooh, we're going to dig right in. I'm going to be checking every week at least. Yeah. Probably uh, every Friday before we do these, I'll, I'll check on it. Yep. Uh, make that part of the routine. But uh, first, you think the first breaker we should talk about is Astra? 
seeing as it just finished? Yeah, I think we should. All right, what do you have to say about it? Uh, well, one, I... Oh, first I, reactions. What's your initial reaction? First to reaction it? was, uh, it's gonna take some uh, ex- explaining. Um, I remember for one of the first movies. Wait, 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 hold on. Is the first reaction? This is gonna take some explaining. Y- no, no. Because the- that's my first reaction. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um. So I make a few leaps. Sorry, go ahead. My my first uh my first reaction would be uh. There, the first movie that I remember feeling this in uh, was when I was really young and I watched Lilo and Stitch. Oh my god, one of the greatest animated films of all time. Uh-huh, and at the end of the movie, I just remember as a kid being like, I just don't want this movie to end. Like, I want it mm. to continue going forever. <laughs> I agree. And uh, I think I think what's a shame... Is that the way this finale ends? Is mm-hmm. that I'm like, I want to see that. Mm. I want to see where that goes. Yeah, I and I don't think we're probably gonna get it. No, we're not. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and and say we're not. Uh, but at the very end, like, it was almost like it, it gave me like a pit <laughs> in my stomach. Like say saying goodbye to all these characters and like watching them go off and do their thing. It's like I, I wanna follow them. I wanna know what they're doing. And then it was also ending. It did it did that thing that I love. I that I okay. So I love this in most contexts. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's the most doable in animation and like in video games because you're not having to use like actors or anything to do it. Mm-hmm. I love it when it shows people older mm. and when it was like a story about kids and you see them grown up. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's always cool to me. Yeah. Especially, especially when, um, well, I guess in this context where it was like Funi when she's older, she oh, now gosh. has the same voice actor. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, it's cool. Cause they're clones. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. It's satisfying. It was so crazy. Um, but anyway, so also, your initial also, reaction... Also, the star on the beanie. <laughs> yeah, that was so cool. Those little touches. Also, dang, Olger grew up. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. uh, like how his... Uh, what was it? Yeah, Funi was saying, they're like, this is just a date, isn't it? When <laughs> Olger was going with... Um, uh, Paulina. Oh, Paulina, yeah. And I was like, who? Olger. <laughs> Dang, old lady going through the lady who's 112. (laughs) Which, yeah, they figured out she wasn't frozen for 12 years. It was 112 years. Yeah, which, uh, so it wasn't time travel. (laughs) Yeah. It was just technically not time travel. Yeah, she was just in, uh, uh, what is it, stasis? Frozen in stasis? Yeah. (laughs) However that works. Yeah, Olga caught that Katara bug. Mm. It was like... (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> Young, but has been around the block. <laughs> In a manner of speaking. <clears throat> but even without the time travel thing, it's like, dude, she's like 35. Yeah. In that in that time skip. No, that was only like, what, six years after? So he's only like... Oh, dude. He's only like 25? 23? Yeah, just about. Something like that? Around that. Um... That conversation he had with his original, mm. I'm I'm telling you right now, this show really does the whole just impossibly evil villain. Yeah, but 
in that context, I liked how it was kind of like framed and the atmosphere was really sinister and really like resentful. That mm-hmm. was better. That was better than just <laughs> like they were basically doing beforehand when they were all yeah. gathered around that table being like, good <laughs> Lord, we're so evil. <laughs> like, What shall I do with my empty house and my endless wealth? <laughs> it was like, okay, it was, it was just so close to the most, just the worst it's ever been. Like Dr. Eggman in the old Sonic the Hedgehog thing where it was like, um, oh shoot. He, it, it was like, he put up a sign or something or it was like, no happiness allowed. It's like, it's so close to just being over the top, but I think it was done pretty well. And it was, it was really tense. Mm, mm-hmm. That was nice yeah. when we kind of like followed up on that. I, I um the only other person that I wish we would have seen, uh, like I I I didn't have much. We didn't have much interaction with the other parents. Um, but I, I would have wanted to see Aries' mom more. Yeah, Aries' mom because it was like Kanata's she's the good dad parent. or Kanata's original. Mm. I would have liked. Yeah, to maybe have seen, seen that. how he dealt with that. Yeah, because like he. He had more of a connection to his clone than a lot of the other uh, originals yeah. did. So I would have yeah, been like, interested. Yeah, was to see actually that. not just raised, but like trained by him, and like yeah. kind of made into what he is. Yeah, uh, I did like though that the person he sees, or you know, thinks he sees before he goes onto that trip, was the uh, the camp counselor, the teacher. Yeah, yeah, like. That was good. Where it was like, yeah, I mean, the original has been erased. Like, it was meaningless to him. Yeah. This was the guy who was his actual father figure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, a lot of my criticisms have to do with the fact that they just start taking leaps after a certain point. Like, where it's like, I oh, do we not have time to explain this? And a lot of it just kind of... Okay. So when Char starts explaining what actually happened to the mm-hmm. world, because he's the one who knows, because he's, you know, involved in the royal family and all that. Right. Um, he explains some things just so matter-of-factly that it's like, oh, I thought that was going to get explained in more detail, but that part wasn't one of the issues in the story, apparently. Like, you know, the issues in the story being like, uh, one was like, this timeline doesn't match up, so we have to figure out what happened with the timeline. That was something they spent time on. Right. But one of the things where it was like, uh, yeah, so humanity uh, put aside its differences and united into a one-world government and got rid of all the weapons, and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> None of that makes any sense. It's like, <laughs> when, they, when he said that, in my head, I was just like, no, they didn't. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna get explained, right? And then it doesn't get explained. Yeah. He he they did talk about how like the first generation of travelers, like, you know, that they didn't or that they wanted to maintain the peace and so they just like kind of accepted the new world history that was. Yeah, pushed. but that that's never but happened that before sound and it wouldn't like happen human now. History. And, <laughs> yeah, and also like they're like they were ashamed of their history. I'm like, first of all, who is? Mm-hmm. Like, name one. Second of all, the only way you could get rid of information that effectively is through mass genocide. Yeah. That is the only way it could have happened. When to he get was like to not talk about that. When it showed up on the screen that they were like burning books, I was like, "Oh man, this is going to unravel so many other th-. and then it didn't." 
Yeah, I was like, this is leading to where there was an insurgency, there were rebels, and it was like, yeah, you know, like, human history. And then, they they try to have their cake and eat it, too, where at the end they're talking about how people choose to believe in the truth now, and it's like, no, people are always, there's always going to be people trying to just uncover the truth. I mean, where was Rorschach in all this? Mm -hmm. Like, where was Rorschach dropping off that manifesto? Before they, it was before you were able to take him out. Yeah, and like, even then, after revealing the truth of the world and everything, there's still going to be people who are trying to hold on to what they believe is the truth. That is exactly. The and and, and yeah. this is where I think it was an issue that the show started to become more plot focused because mm. it's not a plot driven show. They needed to like do the minimum necessary plot stuff, but keep it focused on the characters, which is still the strongest point. Everything to do with, like, the characters and their development and where everyone ended up. I liked all of that. No complaints there. Uh, Save for maybe Kanata becoming, like, this hugely successful author with his first book. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) I get that it kind of worked as the chronicle for this, this event that was the catalyst to change the whole world. But, um... Yeah, I guess it was the execution that I didn't care for because they they still kind of show him as this naive goof. I yeah. think maybe they should have shown grown up version of him writing the uh, the autobiography. Yeah, because it was only like what like a year after they returned or something like it that. It was like within a year oh, that okay. he wrote that thing, and it was like, mm, I don't know about this. Yeah, I I was. This is why I think that it could have benefited from a second season, because, like, if they were to have involved the government, like, and the government being this mass genocidal government, now, granted, a couple generations removed, uh, but a government that is burying truth, burning books, I mean, they burned religion books and all, and I was... Oh, yeah, that was another thing. They just got rid of religion, and it's like, bruh, prove it. Yeah. We ain't even Peep. not even not even the atheists got rid of the religion yet. Yeah, <laughs> like they they don't even not even they are without religion yet. Yeah, I which to clarify that statement, I I, I would consider secular humanism, which would be the uh, best and most effective version of atheism. I would still consider that to basically be a religion of sorts. Mm. Not, that's not to go into too much detail because that's gonna be. <laughs> That's going to take a long time just to explain secular humanism, but... Yeah. Uh, with, with my, my like, I think, two-year-long stint as trying to be an atheist, that was the best one I found. <laughs> and uh, I would st- I would say the reason it works and works for people is because it's basically a religion. Hmm. But, like, you, you don't just get rid of that overnight and yeah. have people not descend into violent nihilism. In fact, that happens every time and you see, get rid of it. If if there was a second season the easiest way that they could have transitioned into that second season was would to be when when the kids uh when they entered the airspace or entered the the planet space uh, yes. uh and those ships i was expecting those ships to be the government being like exactly, we're going to shoot, shoot them you down. down like exactly you're carrying like, vital information we killed the police officer that you contacted your mother isn't in captivity and you guys are going to yes. be captured that's what, exactly what i was thinking was going to happen no well, that's okay. because that's what would happen in china hey <laughs> yeah. and by the way uh, i don't want to be a part of a podcast that isn't banned in china so 
Freedom for Hong Kong. <laughs> Freedom for Hong Kong. <laughs> Watch South Park. <laughs> Boycott Blizzard. <laughs> also, so, Pooh Bear. <laughs> Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh. Everyone's favorite stuffed bear. You know what? Maybe Christopher Robin wasn't so bad of a movie. But you know, it was all right. You know, and, you know, Ewan McGregor, pretty good looking guy. It's it's probably worth the watch. Yeah, we should throw. We should just you know airdrop a bunch of copies of Christopher Robin all over China. <laughs> like y'all like Ewan, right? Y'all like Star Wars? Here he is. Which like the people would be like. I mean, we don't have a problem with it, but you gotta understand. <laughs> but like. This is what would happen in China. And, you know, China being the the bubble, the thing that, you know, tries to destroy information. Right. Like, if there is an outside world, if they can't make money off of them, they're going to just be like, no, it's not happening. And if you try to bring the information in, they're going to suppress it. Yeah. When That's it was, how that works. When it was like, Kanata and Sharks were able to talk to the government and, like, they were like, oh, yeah, okay. I was like, okay, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And, and to clarify, when this... When a, a similar version of this <laughs> happens in Gurren Lagann, it was because that was the beginnings of, like, one one town trying, the, trying to have their government, mm-hmm. like, trying to start a new government. At a small level like that, when there's such this big, unknown, outside wasteland outside of it, like, that can work. And it can work at such a small level where it's like, we can't let people know about this. It's right. like, this thing that's going to kill everyone, that'll cause mass panic. We can't let them know. And on, on that small of a scale, like, it makes sense. Right. Also, especially when they're thinking, they're going to find out eventually. We're just, we just got to delay it and, you know, try to, try to get prepared for later. Yeah, and when it, usually when it's a small group like that, it's also a very like simil- similar demographic across the entire yeah, yeah. people group. L- like-minded, typically. But right. when, when you get into one-world governments, no, those have to be iron-fisted, extremely authoritarian, cannot let any, like, questioning happen. So that's where I was like, this needed to be less focused on the plot because I don't think this author exactly is is in their depth when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. You know, like, this is friggin' Code Geass or, or maybe even, like, Full Metal Alchemist level. It's like, those guys, they can handle it. Mm-hmm. This, this, was, this needed to be a, um, a character-driven thing. Yeah. And I could feel them getting pulled away from that, maybe not... Because they wanted to, but getting pulled away by, okay, I need to explain some plot holes real quick. And you know what I would say? Not necessarily. Yeah. I don't think you need to explain the plot holes when the plot isn't the selling point. Yeah. That might sound like a cop-out, because though. It, well, so, because, I mean, like, in I this case, when, when, they're, when they're explaining the plot holes, they introduce a whole lot more. And so... Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good point. Okay. Yeah, if there had been a second season... Um, where it's them dodging the government and trying to, like, get the truth out there on planet Earth while, like, running from the authorities, bruh, that would have been sick. Yeah. Especially if you were able to kind of uh, narrow it down to, like, a smaller cast, because there, there's now a lot more peril involved, so having to keep everyone managed could could be an issue, because you can't have the whole group sticking together while trying to, like, stay underground, but... Right. Um... Yeah, I, I, that would have been that would have been sick, but it wouldn't have been able to be wrapped up so nicely. Not that this was wrapped yeah, up and I, nicely, but it was wrapped up, and I did really enjoy it. I still really love this show, yes. and I like highly recommend it. It's just there's some feats in logic that are that are taken that yeah. 
it, fall apart under a small amount of scrutiny. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, like you said, I, I just hit my microphone. Um, I noticed. <laughs> like you said, it is a fantastic show. But Oh, yes. Beautiful. <laughs> I just, I, fantastic acting. But the, the everything having to do with the planet Astro was just like, I mean, it was. Those are some pretty <clears throat> crazy reveals, but in the at final point, execution, it was like. Eh. At this point, I would have preferred that twist never existed. I would have preferred it just be Earth, and Shars still be you know a cloned descendant of some king, and it can be a new continent. You know, we can have continents and countries change after that much time. Yeah, happens all the time, but. Have it to be, like, a, a lot of this stuff you can keep the same. Just make it to where they didn't have to move to a new planet and have uh, the warp drive, or, or the bla- the the, uh, the wormholes, still explained as a thing that was going to be used for space travel, but instead starts getting used for uh, political assassinations and war and stuff like that, because that also yeah. happens all the time. Right. So, basically, everything could have stayed the same, and Pauline could have just been frozen for... 12 years or 112 years, however long you want to set it in the future. That that part was kind of, you know, that's not a big part of the story. Yeah. So it all it, it all works as long as you don't make it to where they have to switch over to a new planet. And as long as you don't make it to where they all have to come under one world government. Because at that point, space travel wouldn't have even become possible. Yeah. Because you have to have different people doing different things that you then copy because they were better at it in order to get space travel anytime soon. Um, like, I mean, the way we got to the moon was through fierce competition with the Soviet Union. Like, right. we were in a race. Like, the way you get to space is by racing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that being said, I, I liked everything they did with the characters, and I, I loved, okay, there are a couple lines that I really liked. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the part where Zach, or, or what, what was it? Keithity clarifies, she's like, they're not as cute as us. And Zach is just like, obviously. Yes. <laughs> like, he's so just stone cold. Mathematical. Like, yes. <laughs> he's like, obviously. He's like, you didn't even have to clarify. Everyone knows it. Also, I like the shirt that Kanata wears when he comes back out after losing his arm. It's kind of Englishy, but I like it because it just. What, says, what does it say? It says "King of Athlete." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, Kanata, King of Athlete." <laughs> and I like the part where uh, Olger was like talking about you're gonna trust Sharks or whatever. Like, what if he tries the wormhole again? And he's like, "He can take my left arm too, Olger." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, ooh, that's a good line. And then Olger was just like, "We're not arguing with you. We just wanted your opinion." <laughs> yeah, I, I like how I like how Kanana has these like big emotional outbursts. Right? Who's like, "Calm down." I'm not disagreeing with you, <laughs> but it's like Kanana is just prone to those. <clears throat> but yeah. Also, what in the what in the world was Sharks' laugh? <laughs> it's like the first time we hear it and he's like ha 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 <laughs> it's like is that so stupid are you laughing is that even a laugh <laughs> uh, okay um so but potential p- 
potential in the running for for line of the week would be become your own original. Mm. I was like, ooh, ooh, that's that good. Was, that was really good. That was really good. Uh, another one was um, or uh, not a line, but a, a good, I guess, uh, idea mm-hmm. was that uh, you know, things done in the name of peace uh, tend. To not accomplish it whatsoever. Yeah. Like, often, the thing's done in the name of peace. It's like, no, we're doing this for peace. It's like, alright, Thanos. Yeah. Got it, got it, fam. I mean, Paulina makes reference to, like, uh, specifically the wormholes, I think it was. Uh, or no, it was... <laughs> I can't remember, but it was like, uh, yeah, humanity usually takes... Huge advancements in technology used for the betterment of mankind to hurt people. Like, that's just yes. what humans do. Exactly. Uh, and like, then, everything Paulina says completely kind, contradicts. Yeah, it kind of flies in the face of, of all the explanations they try to give. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, not, not only- this guy's strength. This guy's really good at characters, but maybe bring on an editor. For yeah. your uh, your your continuity and and your logic, for your plot. Yeah. But um, another cool idea was it was it's what it kind of ends on, and it's truth is worth chaos. Like the truth is worth risking chaos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, well, I resonate with that absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Also, uh, Kanata uh, getting a robot arm, just yes. exactly like there was no way he wasn't gonna get it. Oh yeah, but no. I still like to think that we called it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I still want to give myself a little bit of credit for it, just be like, I mean, he lost. He's gonna get the robot arm eventually. It's a sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable. You lose your arm, you get a robot arm. I like how <clears> they <throat> made jokes about like the craziest robot arm he could have gotten, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can shoot missiles out of my elbows, and it's like, no, you can't. But you put an ear pick in it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> God, the the dialogue and the characters are so good. If they would have just focused on that, I noticed there was a few parts where I was like, so we have time for these like little character moments, but we don't have time to explain the plot. And I was like, yeah, I got this backwards. And I was like, we really should have spent less time on the plot and mainly focused on the character moments, unless we're going for a second season and we're gonna be on the run. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh pretty freaking fantastic. Yeah. And I I I really wanted I, I wanted to go with them when they were leaving the planet yes. to go exploring. I was like they're talking about like the unknown and I was like why well, I'd like to learn it. <laughs> I'd like to see the unknown with you guys. This this could be a really cool spin-off show. I kind of hope maybe that happens. If that's the second season we get, I'm not going to complain about I, it. I I wish that Ares was going with them though. <laughs> but Yeah, but then what's uh now if you're thinking about it in the context of like let's get another show. Why would or that would be the best reason for Kanata to have to make it home? That's true. Like that gives it emotional weight. So like, it would be mm. a much more dire show though, with only three of them. Well, I mean, they could meet new people along the way. That's meet true. S- 
you know, because there Some was um, crazy aliens. Uh, well, maybe could... not even aliens, but like the fact that they go to two planets that are charted, but then they go further out and they find other humans that have been stranded, kind of like Pauline. Yeah, that could happen. Or it could just be a new Watanabe show. And it could just be three guys uh, traveling throughout the universe, uh, starving, trying to get home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I wouldn't be against that. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> they run but into space can... dandy. Yeah, they, they run into space pirates. Just like have a bunch of adventures like that. That would be awesome. But uh, yeah, I guess that's all we got to say about Astra. It's a good show. Yeah. Man, I'm so glad we got so many good ones. Yeah. 100% recommend, also 100% belt. Yes. God, it even has it even has a scene where someone gets punched because they're like, stop being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it grit those teeth. Mm. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Where do we move on to next? Do we go to Dr. Stone or Fire Force? Yeah, let's do Dr. Stone. Okay. Um, man. Just... <laughs> so freaking entertaining yes as, as soon as chrome wins he passes out which means senku is now oh wait first of all ginro had to have his little thing where he went, he's like what he went berserk yeah i like how it was like his inner scumbag it shows it when in his brain it's like called scumbag but like and it's as soon as he hears what was it um, the anybody yeah, could because, win. Yeah, because Ruri was like, uh, she, she has to say that. Yeah. She has to say she didn't mind who was win- who was gonna win, and he's like, oh, Read really? Between the lines, Ginro. <laughs> and now, like, now Ginro really wants to win because <laughs> I mean, he wants to be the chief all of a sudden. Uh, mm. but yeah, his inner scumbag winning that was hilarious. Uh, also the way Senku beats him. It's just by, like, judging, like, the leverage and then hitting him right in the nuts. Like, that's all it took. That's the one way Senku can win the fight. But, uh, all the stuff that just starts happening really fast, where, where it's like, suddenly Senku is just the chief, and he's like, all right, bring the wine! <laughs> they bring the wine, and it's like, oh, this one's gone off, it's vinegar, and he's like, don't throw it out, we need that too. It's like, and then he's like, I'm gonna go make the medicine. And they're like, well, normally when we get a new chief, we spend the whole night celebrating. And he's like, really? Then I divorce. (laughs) He's just so blunt, and I love it. It Everything, right after another. The pacing. The pacing is hilariously good. Like, it's good and it's funny. The the scene that almost got me, surprisingly, was when they're walking back with with the sulfa drug. And what do you mean? What do you mean almost got you? It didn't it didn't quite get me. Because it did get me. <laughs> when Gen saw the uh the yes. soda. Yeah. When he saw the cola, I was like, oh my god. How is this this meaningful to me? <laughs> How is this such a big deal? Cause man, oh, I I was I was crippled by that. Yeah. Because that was that was kind of Gen's moment. Where he he basically was just like, I can trust these people. Yeah, <laughs> he's because, gonna come through. Because it totally felt like he was like he didn't trust him anymore. When he was like, "Yeah, we take the carbonated water, we turn it into baking or uh, baking soda." I think it was. 
Yeah, it was um, all kind of wishful thinking, but he's like, I don't expect much. You know, he's just clarifying. You know, it's not like I'm expecting anything. He's like, right, baking soda, right. All right. See, I I read that completely differently because, like, uh, when he was walking away and going back to the camp, I was actually suspicious that he was going to turn coat because he still hasn't reaped the benefits. And then when he saw the cola, that that was when he was like, oh, he actually does care. Yeah. And I so. like that Senku did it that way by, like, deliberately trying to make him think he wasn't going to get it. Yeah. Uh, oh, so my God. Good. It's like, that's thoughtful. This guy's, like, thoughtful. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that did game, get, get me. Like, my, my I got a little watery. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's just a freaking cola. Yeah. <laughs> but the... The symbolic significance. It was bigger than just a cola. It wasn't right. just a cola. Ah, it's the building of trust. Ah, there's no more beautiful thing. If we um, want to talk about, if we, if we want to talk about what was actually going to happen in Astra, I think Senku would have had many opinions on how that was handled. Ah, uh, <clears throat> it would have been like, no, that uh, that's not that would not have happened. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Somebody so, else is lying now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, also, the other thing that that kind of got me was uh, Ruri being back on her feet and, like, running around and how it makes the father and Kuhaku start crying. I was yeah. like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I'm not crying, Here you're crying. again! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> when so, she took off... Like, yeah. <laughs> barely moving her feet, but, like, zooming away. <laughs> like, smoke, like... <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was, like, super intense. Yeah. Um, what was, uh... I'm trying not to go straight to the ending, because that kind of will just have to do with next week, because we don't have clarification yet. Mm-hmm. There's a big thing at the end. But there was one more thing I wanted to talk about uh, that I I remember, and then I immediately forget. Oh. Anything come to your mind? Uh, not particularly. Uh, I thought that the, the whole uh, tension of, is it tuberculosis or is it pneumonia? Yes. That was yes, frightening. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was scary. And then the way Senku was acting when they got it there. I was but like, that moment oh, where he man. was like, he was like, uh, the cure-all drug destroys that bacteria. And I was like, I was covered in chills. I was like, good look, not a, and I I was going to say, not a, not like a, a fist was thrown, but someone did get hammered in the nuts in this episode. But (laughs) this episode, like very little action in this whole show, but there's moments like that where I'm just like, I'm just, I can't help but fist bump. Like, yeah. It was so freaking intense. It's like United States of Smash right there. Just like... <laughs> it was the United States of Smash moment. <laughs> no one even got punched into another atmosphere. Like, it didn't even happen. How'd they do that? Oh, How I was doing that? I was going to mention, when, when it showed the United States of Smash... In, in the recap? In the recap, I, I was like, all right, uh, yeah, I've, we're right back in it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh man, I'm so glad to be back. But yeah, uh, before we get back into My Hero, yeah, we could no, probably talk more about that before the episode ends. But yeah, um, 
the way this ends, the way that this episode of Dr. Stone ends is, um, strange where, uh, Ruri knows his family name mm-hmm. and it's like, Senko's just like, um, I just figured it out. How? Well, the, okay. Before you say that you just figured it out in case okay. you're right. I have a theory that I don't know if is right. So I just, I want to try that one real quick. Okay. Um, so I can't remember what his last name was. Was it, was it, um, uh, Ish- Ishigami or something? Yeah, something along those lines. I, I think I, that actually that. might be correct. It's a cool sounding name, but, um, they, they say it was the village of Ishigami, which that might not be right. I'm just saying it because Ishigami it's village. Of. Ishigami village. Yeah. Uh, so is that what it was always called or are they just saying that it's now called that because it's his last name? I think that that was what it was always called. Okay. If it was what it was always called, then there's a reason his father is so heavily featured in that credit sequence. Yeah. Like there's gotta be something more like his father woke up from the stone very early and started a village. But and, and his father is either long dead or still alive somewhere and like super old or something. I mean, it's possible that he's even related to some of them. Yeah. Like he's like their great, 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 great uncle or something. Yeah, that's going to be if his father is long since gone, that's going to be rough. That's going to be rough, but. If his father is alive somewhere, it's like, whoa, this show got some aggressive direction right after we solved the Ruri is going to die thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, he's got to go find his father. And now it's less about, um, like, it really hasn't been about Sukasa or any of that for a while now. So, yeah, I guess this is the new storyline. Is well, he's either going I, to have to I find have his feeling, father or solve the mystery of his father. I have a feeling that now that the tournament arc is over, um, <laughs> uh, I it was have, over so fast. Yeah, I have a feeling that Sukasa is going to be coming back. Then again, I've been saying I have a feeling Sukasa is going to come back for the past like five episodes. Yeah, like ever since episode four or something. <laughs> I think he's going to come back any minute now. We're like what episode fifteen now? It's been more than ten episodes. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, I think maybe it's just not about that right now. And uh, his father is heavily featured, much more heavily than Taiju or Yuzuriha or Tsukasa. So right. um, there's going to be something going on there. I'm excited because the way that ended was like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> every every single episode, man. I It has not had a single episode that I'm like, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, but this one in particular. Yeah. The way it ends is like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's uh, an interesting bit of information. The other episodes have kind of just been like ending on a hopeful high note where it's like, I can't wait to see what happens next because this is also exciting. Right. This one was like, pardon? <laughs> What's going on? So that that's different. And that's, that's more hype, I would say. Yeah. I... That's a big development and like, even like. What happened back then? Could could we learn something about that? Yeah, I'm almost 100% certain that it was 
that it was his father that started the village or something like that. Because remember when Ruri was talking about the uh, the stories that each priestess has? Yeah. Oh, she probably like recognized him. Yeah, or or at least recognized him from the stories, like talking about a uh, a man with white hair with green tips. Yeah, <laughs> looks yeah, like yeah, a freaking I mean, like, leak. Yeah, and like she just knew his last name, right. his family name. She didn't know like who he was necessarily, but I guess she could tell just from the way he looked and acted. She's like, or this guy's a did, descendant. What if she did know who he was specifically? <laughs> well, that would mean his father like talked about him or wrote about him or something like, and like his son that he lost like hey if this guy shows up he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with <laughs> oh i'm getting chills <laughs> <laughs> okay uh that's probably all we got to say about dr stone for yeah. this week i mean just stellar as usual this yep. one probably in particular was fantastic yep not not a, like it is constantly firing on all cylinders and adding yeah. more cylinders yeah, it's adding so the engine. Soon it's going to turn into an electric car. I mean, it's just getting more advanced and powerful by the second. Um, like it, it's it's funny. It's it's well animated because it's not uh, it's not doing things it doesn't have the budget for. Essentially, yeah. like it's not an action heavy show, but like it's there's a lot of close ups and the close ups look good. Like people mm-hmm. don't look like they're all out of whack. Most of the time, which I mean, you see some of the uh, some of the characters and faces that are made in something like Air Gear, and it's mm. like this looks a little off. This is not where the budget was able to go. Yeah, the one thing that <clears throat> strikes me very often in Doctor Stone is the outlining. Yeah, the very strong, deep yeah. black outlines on everything, and but the outlines themselves carry weight, like carry a design. It's, yes. it's really really cool. Yeah, I, I love the show's art style. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I yeah. need to know what the freaking twist is now. Yeah, freaking next episode. Have to probably wait gonna, again. Well, but it's probably going to come out next week. Unlike Fire Force, which took two whole weeks off to just not do anything particularly impressive. <laughs> I mean, the action scene's great, but we were getting so much of that. And uh, it wasn't like what Astra did, where it's like Astra takes a week off to then come back with a 48-minute, like, finishing movie. Right. So um, I was kind of like, oh, 22 minutes, huh? All right. (laughs) I guess we're just going to deal with that, David production. I guess it's just what you do now, or what you've always done. No warning. Yeah. So. Fireflies. yeah, Fire Force. I take issue with this. It feels like a contrived way to just throw an action scene in there. The you're t- you're talking about the shape shifting bad guys. Yeah, it's like, oh, I guess this is a thing that the bad guys can do. Convenient now that we can have an action scene. That being said, the action That's- scene was awesome. It was cool to see Obi like get in on the action. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh- and be like. He's powerless, but he's going toe-to-toe with... Mm-hmm. I, what I'm convinced so far is the most powerful person. Like, the most powerful um, uh, pyrokinetic. Yeah. Because he can create and control. Yeah, he can do both of them. So it's like... And some of the stuff he's doing is just like... 
Like, he does that hand swipe, and it splits that tree in half that's, like, across the river. It's like, yeah, yeah this dude is, like, approaching Dragon Ball Z levels of power. He yeah. is so much more powerful than everyone else. And Obi is just able to, like, tank these hits. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually awesome. hit him and draw blood. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it was like, the, the Thanos, the... All that for a drop of blood. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was that moment. Because it's like, this, no one could get in on this guy. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to have that moment and to get to give uh, Obi a second to shine. But the reasoning for the whole scene happening felt a little contrived and just like, eh, we need something to happen and we can't think of anything right now. And it would be particularly flashy for the villains to instead attack them directly, have them get uh i can't remember his name but uh get get the the company seven captain angry at them to take them out for us i can't remember his name either but i can never remember names so that's not entirely unusual (laughs) it's like the only time i have to remember japanese names is in the context of anime Mm -hmm. and um I'm not good with the real ones. Like, if someone's name is something just, you know, some word. Zach no Walker. What? Zach Walker. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I can remember his name because it's English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, with, like, the superhero names in My Hero, I can remember those so easily. Yeah. But when it's their real names, that's when I have trouble. That's when I was like, I need these people to get named because I can't remember them right now. Like, Earphone Jack? I was like, I'll never forget her name now. Her name is Earphone Jack. I've got it. It's down. Pinky? Way easier. Like, I could never remember Mina or Jiro until I got the game and saw their names on a regular basis. Is the game good? On the character select. The first game? Way Uh, better than the Kill a Kill game. Like, uh... Big... Big, great cast that was only missing a couple people, and the second one is adding them, as well as adding a bunch of new people. Hmm. Uh, And uh, a a plenty entertaining fighting engine. I mean, intuitive, easy to get, you know, younger people into. Like, my little sister has picked it up and really enjoy it. So, you know, there's no friggin' Marvel vs. Capcom. But, uh, it's quite fun. Um, It's one of those, those, you know, 3D anime arena battlers yeah they're they're all kind of they're all kind of the same but um you know just plug in these characters that you like and hey i'm having a great time now oh i noticed uh the kill a kill game dropped to 40 dollars, and i was like that's more like it but still not worth it for the paltry amount of content you get hmm. but yeah so soon after launch they were like boy did we overshoot that one <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, you're still you're, not going to get it. I'm going to talk about that. you're talking about Japanese names. <laughs> yeah, Japanese <laughs> names. Well, yeah, okay. So, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the the Company 7 captain. Mm-hmm. And the action scene which takes up a bulk of the episode, which I'm guessing that's why they had to delay it was to finish all that. Um not much really happens in the episode. We mm-hmm. start to get the story of the guy with like the shoulder scars. Yeah. But it seems like the bulk of that story is going to be in the next episode, which I hope there's no delays before that. Yeah. But um, guess we'll see. We're at the at the whim 
of David production. Yeah, I, I, I really hope that that two weeks was just to get like <clears throat> kind of ahead, so they can put a couple episodes out. Yeah, without any ha- delays. <laughs> yeah, let's consistently start having these things come out. Yeah, uh, that was episode thirteen, or was that episode twelve? Give me one second. Because the show is going to have 24 total episodes. So 12 right. would be halfway through. That would be a mid-season. This doesn't feel like a mid-season finale. This was so episode I, 12. Yeah. I'm hoping that doesn't mean we're about to just go on a hiatus after that, because that wasn't very satisfying. I hope this means that they are just going to have to keep going for all 24. And this delay was just to help make that more manageable. Because if we get consistency after this... I got no complaints. I, I think it was worth it. Yeah. Because if we go from, if we have the next 12 episodes all weekly, that'd be awesome. That'd be sick. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, all right, you guys made the right move. This was worth it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just worried, given the fact, well, the, the thing, <clears throat> I shouldn't consider that the fact that it's been delayed so much, because one of those delays was because of the Kyoto fire. Um, That's true. And then, and then there was just this two week delay. So yes, if they well, if they're the consistent thing I'm more complaining point, about, yeah, the thing I'm more complaining about is just David Production has a reputation for doing this a lot. Yeah, so it's hard to entirely chalk it up to, you know, maybe this is just this time because then often it isn't just this time for them. Gotcha. Because I've never watched any of their shows um, as they're as they've aired. So. Yeah, I- I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt though. Okay. Hope this is this is consistent going forward. Any particular moments of the episode stand out to you as as uh, pretty sweet? Because uh, I had I have a few. Uh yeah, th- it was just a pretty <laughs> the one that fight was really cool. Oh um, yeah, animation, very very beautiful. well executed. The animation was beautiful as always. Um, honestly, the only thing that really stood out to me the most was Obi. Um, and and just how much of a freaking monster he is. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, he, he while he was gone, he was just suiting up, and mm-hmm. then he comes back, and he's like, why aren't you using any fire? He's like, using fire? I would if I could. <laughs> but I, uh, okay, I take that back. One of the one of the lines that I really loved was, uh, all this fire, aren't you afraid of it? Yeah, I'm terrified of it. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, no, Obi is that character, where yeah. he's like, he's scared, but he's going in anyway. Yeah. Mm. That's such a such a good like captain character because Ugh. all you know the the young exciting potential filled characters you know have these crazy powers. Mm-hmm. I like having the older leader be Batman. Yeah, like that's cool. That's oh, satisfying. So cool. Like, like I mean, it's like Robin leading the Teen Titans. Yeah, like the one without powers. You know, he's the one with the cool head. It's it's. <laughs> I just like that trope. I really like that. Yeah, um, and and Obi, well, I love Obi's voice actor. So yeah, good. dude. He's so just he has a rock solid voice. Yeah, and I like how when he's like, um, I like how he'll just state things matter of factly. His kind of inflection that he has mm-hmm. is it just sounds very, I guess, realistic. Like I've heard people talk like that, where he's mm-hmm. like, "I what if I could." <laughs> <laughs> like the way he says stuff is just great. Yeah. Um I have a few I have a few lines okay. that that could be in the running for best line of the week. One of them 
was when uh, Shinra was defending himself from the twins, where he's like, it's not stupid, it's difficult and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, you get him, Shinra. <laughs> Yeah, that was, a, that was a good line. <laughs> like, I'm not going to hear that it's stupid. It's not. Um, oh, those two little girls, just twerps. Yeah, yeah. I like how they call him a twerp, and it's like, eh, they're so annoying. <laughs> he's like, I played tag with you for <laughs> this is he's the like, thanks I get? He's like, excuse me. Why are you lying? Um, <laughs> another one was when they were fighting uh, the Company 7 captain, where... And I wrote down, I love every you think you blocked that moment. Like, I love that in anime. When they're like, we blocked it. But he's like, you think you blocked that? And then the real hit happens. (laughs) It's so satisfying. Yeah. Uh, The sound, as always, just. Oh, God. Their, Their sound design is it's freaking killer. Like, uh, what was the sound effect? Where, uh, I mean, it was that, that, like, that, that swipe where he, like, cuts the tree. The way it sounds like the, the, the mic that was trying to pick it up, like, clips temporarily. Ooh, that's such a nice touch. Because it was, like, it was too loud to pick up. Uh, Like, you know, like real explosions. Yeah. People, I think people, it's a missed opportunity when you just make an explosion sound like an explosion. I think it's cool when it sounds like the mics used to pick up the explosion got distorted because it was too loud. I think that's cool. Yeah. It it also really helps. I don't think, in recent memory, I don't think, I can't think of any anime that has such an amount of bass in its sound yeah. design. Yeah, no, uh, I think they're on another level. It's super punchy, and I love it. I think the last time I found sound effects this satisfying was when I was watching Hajime no Ippo, which is the boxing anime. Mm. But it was for a different reason. It was more like their choice of sound effects was really good. This, it's like the production value of the sound effects. It's like, this is like, this is going beyond Hollywood level. Mm. Like, all of this stuff is so good. Like, it's high quality, like the choice of which ones to use. Yeah. Um, And like... It's one of those things where it's like, you know, you start hearing some sound effects that are obviously from a sound library that you've heard before. Oh, like that that one stock child laugh. Oh my God, Uh. everything. Then then there's funny ones where it's like a running joke, like the Wilhelm scream. Right, yeah. Or or that that same, like, uh, what is it, the, uh, the... Like that punch (laughs) sound. It's like really comedic. (laughs) There's that one. But then there's some that are just like, yeah, I heard this and everything. Like the same um, electricity sound oh. that you hear. <laughs> yeah, like I haven't run into that in uh. this one. Like this one, it sounds like it's either all original or they're just using sound effects that you normally don't hear. So it's it's got its own uh, soundscape. And yeah. Man, that, that elevates it so much. Like it's a visual medium. So, you know, the visuals are the most important thing. But... I would say that it's like visuals are fifty one percent of the audio video ratio. Forty nine percent is is the sounds. Yeah, and the music. I mean, we t- talked about music. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about sound effects. It's a big thing. It's a big deal. Uh, mm. Oh, an- another that was one thing that I meant to mention in uh, Doctor Stone was the music. Uh, but 
well, which well, part? Uh, I can't remember. It's just all good. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, as usual. Um, another good line from Fire Force was, "Try to leave before I say, and there will be violence." <laughs> I just thought that was good. that was good wording. Where it's like, if you try to leave before I tell you to, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start attacking you. <laughs> like harm will be done. Also, uh, a great, a great moment was all the dudes reacting to Maki lifting that cylinder. Like they just like start flexing. They're like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> like, <laughs> that was just. I thought that was a cool moment of solidarity. Oh yeah. Because Typically, people react to her like, eh, she's a big, muscular woman. But these dudes were just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that was cool. It reminded me of uh, of Armstrong and Teacher's uh, husband. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just, that yeah. was great. Anything that reminds me of Armstrong is fantastic. Like, yes. you're on the right track now. <laughs> uh, God, what a perfect last name that no one thinks is corny. Yeah. Like, it's just like, no, that is Armstrong. <laughs> and it oh, even works a... for his sister. It's just great. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, I love that picture. <laughs> it's like uh, Armstrong and that, that other dude, the, the, the other huge muscular guy, yeah, shaking hands. Yeah, husband, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, her husband. Where they're shaking hands, and then in the middle it says, it's like, weebs, non-weebs. And then the shaking hands was, hating anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or no, it was, Making fun weebs. of him. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good stuff. Oh, choice meme. Never, we'll never die. Yeah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, essentially, this was kind of, you know, real action-heavy episode kind of contrived reason to get the action but the action presentation was nice as usual yeah, yeah yeah i mean i'm not arguing with it i do want them to get on with it but yeah i i think as much as i like the action the best part of the episode is showing company eight help them rebuild the town yeah that was good yeah, that was really cool uh we like obi obi picking up all of the debris. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, I train every day. <laughs> he's just like shredded. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we see some more of the white robes, but we don't like get more context. They're just acting like mysterious villains still. Yeah. So. Also, They're... apparently they can shapeshift or do a Mission Impossible style, well, make feeling... really convincing masks. I, I have know. a feeling that the people who constantly have their... Uh have their cloaks over their faces i have a feeling that they are the ones who can shapeshift that's a pretty nuts power to just introduce it's like i mean yeah. what kind of pyrokinesis is that fam? it'll be really cool eh. is if no it, it would line up more with the my hero academia world uh but yeah. if if their ability was to they they reflect the um the person that like the viewer wants to see in that position. Like if deep down the, the company seven guy just like wanted, he wanted to suspect, he wanted to suspect the company eight people of doing it. And so yeah. he just sees them as did, the suspects. Did you notice the kind of odd thing where they had to leave Iris behind because it was a proto nationalist colony? Yeah. So, like they can't have her in there. I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And, it, and it doesn't really get explained, but I guess the assumption it is was, that it was they kind don't want to see anything. Well, how how was it? Because I, I didn't remember it. It was explained back in the episode um, where 
the Pope like guy was talking to all the company leaders and the company seven guy was like, I don't bow to your God. Like they kind of like shrugged off the whole situation and walked out. Yeah. But the fact that she like, she couldn't have like, I don't know, worn something different and gone there. She just like straight up would not have been welcome. Or maybe, maybe it was a thing with company where they were just like, let's not bring you with us in case that makes him mad or something. Yeah. That was kind of a thing where it's like, oh yeah, this is a fun colony to hang out with. Also, some people are not welcome here. You are not welcome here. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that, I love that uh, line from The Office where it's like, this is a welcoming environment and you should just get the hell out of here. (laughs) That's one of the the best. And it sums that up. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably all I got to say about Fire Force yeah. for this week. It you was know, for good. this past three weeks. I want more. This episode left me wanting a little bit more than most. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this flashback thing because this also, they, like, they noticed even back then. It's like, this Infernal's different. Mm-hmm. Something else going on here. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping we don't get a big harrowing scene where the white robes make a bunch of infernals in the town again as like a, a, a callback to what happened previously, because they did say they were bringing you a bunch of bugs and they show those. And there, there were a bunch of bugs. Yeet. I hate bugs, <laughs> especially <laughs> ones that turn you into a, a, a fire demon. Yeah. I mean, that's not fun. <laughs> kind of burns. It's uh, one of those bug bites where it's like, Oh, it like it burns. Like, it feels some, like it's hot. You need some Benadryl on that one. Get some some cool ointment, rub it on there, and then it's like, oh, now the ointment's getting warm. Now it's uncomfortable again. But I have to leave it on there. I want to just apply some more cold ointment. (laughs) It's a very real, visceral feeling. Okay. (laughs) We can probably move on from Fire Force now. Yeah. Uh, Which Uh, would lead us to our latest breaker, Burning Effect. Yeah. In which case, we are 100% right about the whole white clothes thing. Like, Mm -hmm. she's completely in white. Mm-hmm. Totally reborn, totally different disposition. She's like, she's in a much better mood. She's smiling a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's I think, training. She's yeah, she's she's like actually uh, actively trying to improve herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, still bickering with um, Roy. So that's that's good to see. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> uh, but. Kind of OK. So this is kind of like, you know, uh, uh, reestablishing and, and getting us back into the world because it really felt like, you know, uh, a break between a season. Like this is, you know, the beginning of a season two. Right. Where uh, you're kind of reestablishing her power level. Everything's kind of happy and restarted again. And she's showing a bunch of her older moves that it's like, yep, she still has this move. Like the whole like uh, the truth punch. Yeah. Like they still the got rapid that. the truth. And then he was yeah. like, why haven't you coated yourself in flames? And she's like, what? Why haven't I done what? It's like, yeah, it's very much an episode one, season two kind mm-hmm. of thing. Also, in that we get a new villain introduced. Or, well, okay, maybe not expressly a villain, but a new, uh, I should say, I guess I a mean, new force in the plot. Like someone a- who's going to start moving the plot forward. He's almost exactly like, uh, what's his name? The The villain from season two of, of my hero uh no it was season Stain? one Stain. yeah 
similar to Stain, where he's like, he's doing bad things. Uh, I guess. With a kind of good intent. Oh, But he's okay. bad. Well, <laughs> I, he I guess murders. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. He's like the Punisher. Yeah. The hero killer is not like the Punisher. The hero killer was just a, a murderous sociopath. Yeah, that yeah. kind of had a narrative that people could understand. This guy seems like he's actively trying to do good, but the means he goes about it, our protagonists don't agree with. But this guy easily could have been the main protagonist of his own show, and no right. one would have second-guessed it. Like, you know, he could have led this band of outlaws, and, you know, they're going to clean up the town. You know, like, he could... He, he's Clint Eastwood... <laughs> leaving some yeah. other outlaws to go to go kill the corrupt, you know, the corrupt marshal, get him out of the town because you know it's uh, it's the the people there are miserable. Yeah. Um. So he gets introduced, and then we also get kind of introduced to the fact that uh, Hacker Man definitely fell in love with Burner <laughs> just from <laughs> yeah. seeing her. He's like, <laughs> so, I think I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you can see that kind of hurts the feelings of Candy. Yeah. Because they've been together for a while. She, or, not she, really been together, but... She literally just has buckets of candy. Well, yeah, I mean, she's got the two things going. It's like, she's she's got the candy, but she's also, like, the, the drug cartel person. So she's got the candy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's got the whole, um... What, what is that? that? That kind of parallel where it's like, um... In, uh... In Majora's Mask, they have the milk bar, and the milk bar, because it's in a kid's game, is just a metaphor for the bar, like, for the alcohol. Mm. And they even talk about, for some reason, when, like, the world's gonna end, they let the, uh, this girl lets her little, her little sister have milk from the milk bar, because, like, it's the last day. So, <laughs> it's like, well, she couldn't have it before? Alright, I got it, it's alcoholic. So, <laughs> yeah. they... It's that kind of metaphor, but she's doing both of them. Candy has the actual candy and also the drugs. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it, uh, those are the I'm only not sure two, where that's going. Those are the only two characters that were introduced to, correct? Well, I mean, Hackerman was introduced previously when he well, was a little kid, but he seems totally different now. Yeah, I, I, I've meant like more fleshed out. Uh, but there was there was one other character, wasn't there? There was uh... no. I guess I guess I'm misremembering. I kind of want to talk about the thing with Hackerman. Yeah, because I feel like they spotlight it too much to where it has to go somewhere, and it isn't just like a gag. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think he's gonna end up with Burner. But I think this is going to cause some kind of tension between the groups, and maybe he is now potential to become a turncoat. Yeah. Where he, he becomes part of Z-Volts. And here's what makes me worry, is that he's, you know, he, he's their hacker, and Ivan, who is their current hacker, is kind of old. And his rivalry with the, uh, the villainous, you know, like the boy genius guy, seems like it's coming to a head. Uh, I think you, Ivan's going to die. boy genius guy, but the boy genius guy is also like 70. Well, yeah, but they call him the boy genius. Yeah. <laughs> I think that rivalry is going to come to a head and Ivan's going to bite it. And then Hackerman is going to become their new hacker person. Mm. And 
that is kind of contrived and convenient, but it can be done well. And it kind of seems like that's where it's going. Yeah. That's just my prediction. I could be totally wrong, but that's what it looks like to me. Oh, also, there's that creepy uh, mustached dude that takes away Kai. Oh, yeah. He, they show him in the um, the prologue that they started this, oh, yeah, that's right. I want to say, season with. Like, I think he's he's either ancient or he looks very similar to one of the uh, original, uh, you know, like uh, original leaders that they had when this whole, uh, the gray mark thing was restarted. Yeah. Can't remember what they called them. They aren't leaders, but yeah, he look, he either looks like one of those people or he is one of those people. Yeah. I liked how in his thought bubble, it says, Ho, like his reaction to Kai being like, it looks like I was their target. There's going to be, I yeah, there's there's gonna be something going on with this with this old dude, uh, but I was I was real worried that idea was uh, was gone. I don't know if they would have killed her off that flippantly. Mm-hmm. Oh well, actually, it wasn't that flippant. At the end of uh, chapter thirty eight, it actually makes it kind of look like they killed her off. Okay. Yeah, and it, and it seemed like some attention was being paid to it. But yeah. yeah then, then at the end, she's still alive. And, like, the pig can apparently hulk out. Yeah, jeez. So that's kind of fun. It's I like how the first boy. thing he says is, whew! <laughs> like, he still has the same disposition. He just it's got really big. such an annoying character. <laughs> he's kind of annoying, but I think he's funny. Because <laughs> he, he's so out of place with yeah. this, like... Big evil group of enforcers. He actually does the oo-woos. <laughs> I know. That's like... Okay, so you could take it as like, he has to do that because he can't make facial expressions. <laughs> and have, have you... Did you ever play the Mass Effect games? No, I did not. There was a race of aliens in the Mass Effect games that couldn't emote with their voice. Their voice was monotone. So they would say at the beginning of the sentence, like, despondent... And then they would say the rest of the rest of the sentence, and then it was like elated, and then they would say the sentence. So it's like giving you context, kind of like how in Spanish, you know the punctuation before you get to the end of the sentence, which is very helpful. Like right. the upside down question mark, the upside down exclamation point, where it's like you know how you're supposed to say this before you get to the end of it, and it's like, boy, we could use that in English, but I'm not going to complain. Right. <laughs> English but, is already complicated enough. <laughs> maybe the pig is doing that. Which, what's his name? Is he just the pig? Piggy? Yeah, I, what is I, it? I don't know his name, but I know that Great re, re, like calls him Pig. But then again, Great is not a very good judge of what a person's name is because he, yeah. he doesn't even he know doesn't people's care. names. Well, he, he doesn't know or he doesn't care. He yeah. doesn't bother to learn, at least. Uh, also, <laughs> that panel where it like reveals the ideas alive and... um. The pig's holding her. That face on Joy is so super detailed. It looks like like the cover of an old horror novel, or like the poster for like a nineteen fifties horror movie. It's in chapter. It. It's in chapter forty. It's about halfway halfway down. Yeah. It's right as he like reveals, and it's just the face she makes. 
it's so out of the art style and like super realistic. It reminds me of SpongeBob when they do those uncomfortable close-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This I, I just there's so much personality. It's it's like it's like the faces that uh that like Senku and the lot make in <laughs> Doctor Stone. Yeah, o- only like Oh, yeah, no, it's exactly like those, because they also get those uncomfortable, detailed close-ups. <laughs> yeah, and it's good stuff. Um, So, I think the biggest part of this whole chunk, this this kind of feels like setup so far. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest part is when the Underground has Kai captured, and right. they're kind of, uh, well, they're not, it, it doesn't look like they're interrogating him at first, but then it's revealed that you know he's their hostage mm-hmm. and i like the way that he kind of points that out like first he says i don't like how you operate and he's like you know you're you're a bunch of criminals and they're just like uh, who, who is it thinking it? is it can't no it's hacker man thinking it he's like you guys are criminals as well from the bureau's point of view like he's kind of thinking like what is he talking about yeah you can tell they don't know that z volts like don't kill people yeah but 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 it seems like Hackerman is the only one that's like, there really is kind of a difference there. Yeah. Uh, but Black Lion, where he's like, have you considered the position you're in before spitting out those words? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, see, as soon as I don't agree with you, you go back to teaching like a hostage. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, I really like Kai. He's got yeah, a forgettable he's... name, but... <laughs> yeah. He also uh, seems maybe a little too smart for his own good, mm. and he definitely seems overconfident. So, if he does get a character arc, which right now he almost kind of seems like, you know, the uh, Professor Xavier figure, who oftentimes isn't the one getting the character development, he's just kind of like, he, he's there to talk with the villain and, you know, deploy the troops. Yeah. Which he, he does at the end of this, he deploys Burner. Yeah, Ivan is constantly telling him, like, hey, you need to start playing it safe. You can't go against all this on your own. Like, he, Ivan is constantly telling ooh, him that. Ooh, I think, I I think, think that you that matched lead. that up with my prediction. Yeah. I think Kai's going to think it's his fault that he gets Ivan killed. Because mm. I think Ivan is, a- is absolutely uh, first on the chopping block for getting killed off. Right. Just all this is adding up a little too conveniently. Mm, this is going to be sad. I like how uh, Kai does like a Pokemon, like an I choose you. Thing yes. <laughs> when he teleports Burner into that room. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so both of us thought this. <laughs> that last panel where she's like, get over here. you. Both of us were like, we read that in the Nun Piece voice, which if y'all haven't seen Nun Piece, I think, okay, so the most popular one is Dragon Ball Z abridged. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that some people think is the best is the uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh abridged. Mm-hmm. I think the best one, not because it's good at abridging things and not because it comes out consistently or like has even had an episode in years. The best one is Nun Piece <laughs> because of just... <laughs> The voices and the insanity that happens. It's its very much, it's its my favorite source of, of uh, 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 stereotypical millennial humor, where it's kind of like lol so random, but it's got the execution to pull it off. 
We just imagine in the get over here, you. <laughs> like I just imagined it like that. I did. <laughs> I sent I sent Tim a screenshot and was like, "None piece." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I know." It's the same. It's the same voice. I immediately got that inflection. Oh, so man. yeah, uh, seeing as this might be where we're stuck for a while, might be a while before we get some more chapters. This seems like it's just been set up so far because mm-hmm. I think when the real plot is going to start is Burner's going to start kicking the crap out of these people and it's going to come to the point where it makes sense like strategic sense for her to kill them in order to help th- to help Kai and her escape mm-hmm. but she doesn't and they're going to be like what are you doing? <laughs> Something yep. like this is going to happen. So this is going to lead to that conversation. And then Hacker Man is going to be like, she totally had the chance to kill us, and she didn't. Yes, and he's going to like, he's going to think about that. And either uh, one of the enforcers is going to find them and figure out what's going on and force everyone to kind of disperse and go their separate ways, and, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of ends the plot line. Or this starts a new scene where now... The uh, now the tension is dealing with the enforcer, but you can't remember. They're not called enforcers. What are they called? I I don't remember what they're called. Um, Dang. Yeah, I mean it's it's Joy, it's Jean, it's um. Yeah. Also, we got a little bit of uh, context on Joy. Did we? Yeah. What did we get? Her flashback when she was about to be like molested or something like that, and great like split oh, the yeah. dude in half. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, that, you know, gives context as to why she kind of sees him as her hero. She's literally wearing a shirt at one point. In, I know, it just says, says his name on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wow, she really, um, she's 100% a fangirl, like, doesn't hold any of that back. <laughs> a little bit of a psycho <laughs> fangirl, too. <laughs> I mean, don't all the villains get those? Like they yeah. get the psycho fangirls. What are they called? What are they called? They're, that's the name of a trope. Like, cause there's oh, the Sundere, talk- which is like they pretend like they don't like the hero, but they really do. Yeah, uh, there's a different version of it where it's like they're a psychopath, like they're psychotically dedicated. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Um, but the yeah. the same thing is like that. We're exposed as total normies when that, it comes to anime tropes. <laughs> but that girl in uh, Death Note is also same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, she gets like, uh, she gets like uh, morbidly obsessed with everything. Yeah. What's what's the the purple eyed dude? What's what's his name again? Because we get a little bit more on him, and you, you they kind of clarify the fact that the crazy version of himself is kind of dormant Drian? right now. Drian, yeah. yeah. So you just have this calm personality. Yeah. Which I think is like the um the it's it's the weaker one. Like but but the other one is like enraged, so he's having to like compartmentalize his mm-hmm. uh obsession with with fighting and killing great. Just, you know, just to prove that he's better. Yeah. It's it's and, a better execution of that eye patch kid from Air Gear. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, we could talk about that. Yeah. Are, are we kind of done talking about Burning Effect? I don't want to end it so abruptly. There might be some I other mean, things we could talk I about. I don't think there's too much more to add. Um, 
the more I look into it, the more I think, yeah, this is really leading up to um, Kai's carelessness and overconfidence getting Ivan at least taken out of commission temporarily. And then if that not also killed, opens yeah. it up. Yeah, if that also opens it up for uh, Hackerman to become part of the group. Yeah. Because they open Chapter 38 with Hackerman thinking about her, and it kind of it spins two panels on him, like, with an, kind of with an eyebrow cocked, like he's thinking about it. He's right. not just, you know, thinking about her. He's, like, you know, he mulling look like it he's over. Just, yeah. Like, the, when, the, the line specifically that that he's thinking of is when she's asked, uh, this is something, this is precious to you, this right? precious to you. And like, specifically, this is precious to you. He was like, thinking, he's like, what's going on there? No one's ever been nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What's, what's her angle? Yeah. Then the other half is dang, she fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe, the other half. Maybe of the he has, maybe he has Tim's uh, disposition towards brawler chicks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Ooh, she punch. Oh, she give punch. <laughs> and then, and then the, the the next the next chapter, he's gonna see her in that coat, and he's gonna be like, "Huh? Oh, jackets! <laughs> oh, she punch with jacket. <laughs> I must hear her out." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that basically sums up where we are with uh, burning effect. And that last panel in thirty eight uh, sums up their kind of three factions now there's mm-hmm. zvolts the underground and graymark right and they're uh, um with the underground the only color you see is yellow because it's the yellow of his eyes mm-hmm. so you've got blue zvolts red is graymark but there's not much color and i know that i love to read into things but honestly after seeing joker and seeing that the movie makes so much more sense when you're looking at it metaphorically and looking at symbolism and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of validated me to where I'm like, the underground is currently unaffiliated because this panel mostly shows them in gray with just a little bit of yellow from his eyes. Whereas uh, great is like covered in red and Kai is covered in blue. So they're obviously opposite sides. I'm going to go back to, you said it was in 38. It was at the end of chapter 38, that last panel, where it shows Black Lion, uh. Kai, and Great. I think there's a lot of meaning stuck in there, like just, just crammed right in, in that one panel. Not to say that that's not been like throughout this manga, but right. the fact that one side is bathed in blue, the other's bathed in red, and then he's just a little bit, like there's a little bit of color, but he's mostly gray. Mm-hmm. It could also be a yin and yang thing where you might find out that Kai is kind of a little over the top with how kind of high and mighty he is and it's making him overconfident. So, you know, he's he's too much yang and it's going to come to bite him. And then, Mm. of course, great is just insanely all yin, like all chaos, all evil, all darkness. Yeah. And of course, I mean, you know, he's the established antagonist, so he has to be defeated. I think That's this kind of tells me that the underground is going to be the interesting part. Because the underground might be able to go either way. And maybe maybe it isn't just that Hackerman is a turncoat. Maybe it's that the underground becomes something a little different. Yeah. Maybe and maybe Hackerman is a, uh, is a plant. Maybe he's a plant? 
Like he'll, he'll like as in like he'll he'll start to change the the whole. Oh oh yeah, like maybe he could get in a like a leadership position and maybe start to change people's minds. Yeah. Or something along those lines, yeah. Change the direction of the underground, but I like how the underground... I like the idea that the underground might stay separate from Z-Volts. Mm-hmm. And because I think we're going to start to find that Z-Volts is going to show its limitations. Specifically, Kai mm-hmm. is going to notice his limitations. Right. And it... Who knows? It could get disbanded at some point. Because if Ivan gets killed off, we're in trouble. Like, everything's compromised. They've established that Ivan is the one thing keeping their location from getting revealed and basically, you know, just getting devastated by Greymark. Right. So, uh, Ooh, hmm. I'm reading into this a lot, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And under the underground is getting really highlighted. I mean, black lion is basically our third main protagonist now. Hmm. Yeah. This is going to get really interesting. Well, but we're going to have to wait. Yeah. We're going to have to wait. Uh, it, it's, it's gone off of uh, just kind of being focused on Burner as the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you they kind of just established that she's doing all right right now. Yeah. And it's now focused on other people. Her training with Robert was really cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. When, and, I, I, lo- <laughs> I loved when he, like, stomped the ground where his mask was and it flew up and he snatched it out of the air. That, ooh, that whole scene was love that so, cheesy crap. it was so visceral though. The way it's drawn is just perfect. Yeah. Um, if, if, if any of the, um, delays in translation are results from the delays in release schedule, I can see it right there. Mm-hmm. I, I can see it that the, uh, the artist, really is going all out on some of this stuff. The artist cares. Yeet. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, probably done with all of our breakers now. That's uh, Dr. Stone, Fire Force, and Burning Effect. And all Astra. finished up. Astra's and Astra. all finished up? Yeah, Astra's over. So, um... I, I, I It's kind of convenient that my hero's gonna come in right after Astra's finished, because as far as I can tell, Fire Force and Dr. Stone are gonna keep chugging along. Yeah. So, mm. uh, yeah, can move on to our burners now, which is specifically the back burner, old shows, and and it's only one. Uh, there is no other. The other is gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, Desert Punk been kicked out. Uh, <laughs> no, and I would like what? no longer What's part that? of the Cool Kids Club. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> not even remote. What a dirtbag! Not, not to call people out, but honestly. What, what what are the good things about Desert Punk? Because there was potential, but after that, I was like, there is there's nothing redeemable here. Yeah, some like, of the this jokes is a were genuinely pretty funny. unlikable character. Yeah, yeah. So, so, okay, that was the only thing it was able to kind of keep together was that it was somewhat humorous. Mm-hmm. But episode eleven <sighs> is so miserably bad and like unfunny and like. It's, it, it's not even... Okay, it was sweaty it's not even, and gross. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like a moral outrage thing. It's like, I just can't relate to the character. No. And I don't relate to their goals or their struggle. Uh, uh, know, it was really weird. So, anyway. <laughs> Moving on to Air Gear. Yeah. And how are you feeling about Air Gear right now? Um, it's still entertaining. Uh, it actually had a belt moment. It did. 
Yeah. And that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh, other than that, I'm I'm still enjoying it, but it's not like it's not gripping me that much. It's not gripping. No, it, it's more like it's more like something that I would put on in the background while I'm working on something. Also, the belt moment was really funny. If we're talking about the same one, when when he hits uh, whatever Eye Patch Kid's name is. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, no, no. Actually, that's different. And yeah, I didn't think about that. That yeah. also works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about the life lesson that Simka gives, which is like. If you keep bailing people out, they're never going to get any better. They're never oh, going to learn. Yeah. And that it was, was kind of cool. funny that Onigiri learns what his special power is, which is, what is it? What, was it the uh, the stink bomb oh, or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like how it was so nauseating that she's like, Delirious. Uh, uh, starts hallucinating. Yeah, she starts hallucinating that he's like some like some some Buddha or something, <laughs> and he's like reassuring her and stuff, and he's like upside down. Uh, so stupid. <laughs> and like, it's endearingly stupid, and it's self-aware with its stupidity. Yeah. And I, I also noticed. I'm like, this is one of those shows that kind of reminds me of something like. Uh, not necessarily Stranger Things, but it's one of those shows that stars younger kids, but is clearly aimed at an, an, an adult audience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, you know, that's we were talking about that earlier, where it was like, you know, there's there's language that wouldn't be able to be shown in a kids show, right? But it stars the kids, and it's like, well, kids kind of talk like that, like especially yeah. young boys. Like as soon as they like find it, chapter one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, where it's like when we find a new swear word, when you're like thirteen, it's like, ooh, ooh, we got the new stuff. Let's start <laughs> using it all the time. <laughs> the fresh shipment just came in. <laughs> Fellas, I just heard a new one. Mom's been drinking again. <laughs> she dropped some she dropped some firebombs, let me tell you. So there's very much that kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. But then there was a particular moment with one of these bosses where it's like this character would not be allowed in a kid's show. Mm-hmm. The one that fights uh what's his face? The kid with the beanie. Uh, uh, and I'm like, I can't remember his name. Yeah, me neither. But he was like the one who controlled time or whatever. Yeah. When Agito's going over the plan and he's like, all right, so this guy, known for controlling time and he has a thing for underage guys. And it was like, oh. Oh, okay. This one's a creep. <laughs> it's like, you're going to have to go fight a creep. You That wouldn't happen in a kid's show. It's like, it's good like luck. these are... These are high stakes, dude. <laughs> you really don't want to lose. The thing, the thing that bothers me though is like this whole time they're like, "Oh, we don't want to fight. We don't want to fight." And then here they are fighting. I'm just like, "Okay, well, it's because that is the kind of match that they do for uh what is it? For this class mm-hmm. when it was when it was um Behemoth challenging uh Kusarage, is it? Uh, sounds about right. Japanese, man. It's tough. <laughs> um, when it was them challenging those guys, it was like they had to do a race. Mm-hmm. But it, when Kusarage challenge, challenges uh, Behemoth, it's now a different event. 
where it's like now they have to fight because they're in a different class than them. Mm. So I think it was him saying they know they can't win in a race, but they can't, but they have a chance in a fight. So it's like, no, you're not challenging us. We're challenging you. Mm. So I think it was because it was the specific event that it has to be a fight. And it wasn't just them. Someone, someone is on their territory. So they're just going to beat him in the street. It's like an official match. So that makes that sense. that makes a little more sense, and that didn't bother me that much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's still frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it's still frustrating because probably the show's best moments have been the races. Like mm-hmm. my favorite, my favorite, uh, like the thing with like the the dog man and like the first time that he races. <laughs> yeah. Like that was so many episodes ago, dude. Yeah, I know. It's been a long time. Uh, when he like originally fights Bucha, that was a cool race moment. Yeah. like that was fun. I liked that. Um, when he did the split, yeah, yeah, he was like thinking outside the box. He's he's doing stuff different. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and this one, he's still thinking outside of the box. He's playing, you know, friggin- he destroyed the box. <laughs> well, well, that, but also he was fighting the guy with rock paper scissors. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's little stuff like that where I'm like. This show is kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but those little parts are just like charming and fun. And it's like, ah, I like this. I'll stick around for this. Yeah. It's like every time there's like a fillery episode or I feel like they're just like, okay, let's just get on with it. Something like that happens and it gets me back on its side or it's like freaking he managed to get the guy to agree to rock, paper, scissors. And that's how he's winning? This guy could easily just, like, beat him to a pulp. <laughs> he broke a punching machine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's still a it's, lot of fun. Yeah, it's still, like, got a lot of likable characters. But, I mean, it's rather lonely in the burner section these days, so we gotta find something different. I think what I'm gonna do... Is I'm gonna watch the first three episodes of Gunbuster and Gun Cross Sword, and okay. I'll I'll report back, see what I think about it. What about um Megalobox? <clears throat> oh, dude. Cause I haven't seen it. Oh, dude. Forget what we were gonna do. <laughs> Megalobox is now the next burner. We're okay. we're gonna watch we're gonna watch the first three episodes for next week because. Good lord, does it match what we're talking about? I didn't even think about it because I had already watched it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about it. it this is going to be a situation where I've seen it, you haven't seen it. But holy crap, does it fit the bill? All right. Like, this is about as. Man, I'm glad I, I'm glad I thought about it before before we closed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I had like I it was just you know it was in the bag for me. I was like, yeah, I went on that adventure, that glorious, glorious adventure. Yeah, like all it, right. I can't. I'm like excited now. The first three episodes of Megalobox. <laughs> okay. Um, ooh. I gotta, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch them along with you. I'm not gonna let the thing happen where it's like, oh, I've already seen it. I'm gonna have to watch them along with you because I don't want to do spoilers. Because okay. it's a very, it's a very spoilery, very spoilerable, spoilable. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> spoilable sh- show. I can't talk! <laughs> We've been at this for how long? Almost two hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm having trouble. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, that's going to be next week. And uh, if there are no delays, we'll have another episode of Dr. Stone, another episode of Fire Force, and another, well, uh, hard to promise my hero. My yeah. hero might take a week off and then we'll be coming back to the older ones. Yeah, if but, if um, we are able to fit it in uh, with our recording schedule, we will watch it. Um, but we'll just yeah. have to see if Funimation fumbles again. Yeah, and, and I would say... Uh, well, I mean, when we upload the podcast, the episode will absolutely be out. Be right. Out. <clears throat> So I guess if you just want to be sure that you won't get any spoilers for them, the episode should be available available to you when you start listening to this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Eh, nothing to worry about there. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Man, um, we are under time today. Were we? Well, Is this under time? I mean... <laughs> it's kind of hard to know. I mean, we did have some under our like norm. three and a half. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I I, you know, I don't want to say what our norm is. It might be some like like I was saying, this show doesn't necessarily need or this podcast doesn't need to be jam packed full of shows to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with us having you know like hour and hour and a half or hour and fifteen minute episodes just because there's not much out there. Yeah. At the moment, which well, we it seems like seeing, that's coming we up. Be seeing quality. Yeah, we we don't we're not going for quantity. I th- I think maybe I, I stumbled a bit. On that, or I was just like, ah, this looks all right. We'll try this. Throw this in there too. I mean, um, we, it's only steered us wrong with uh, Cannon Busters, uh, First Angel, First Angel and, and Desert Punk. Desert Punk. So it's only three. They gonna rack up. Trust me. We're gonna keep getting missteps. Yeah. I'm. I, I think what I want to avoid is missteps with the burners because those seem quite avoidable mm-hmm. with breakers. You know, we could have been watching Darling in the Franks, and then episode eight hits, and it's like, oh, the show's bad. Oh, the show's really so bad. I, I haven't seen Darling in the Franks, so when you say episode eight, I don't know what you mean. I if I if I say episode eleven, a bunch of people just cringe. If I say episode fourteen, a lot of people just cringed to death. Like these episodes, people remember them because of how bad they are and how it like they changed the show for the worse. It's not just you know this is a particularly bad episode of filler. It's mm-hmm. wow, what we now know about the story has irreparably brought everything down a few levels. Like you cannot fix this. You've you've done this so poorly. Hmm. Like it's not execution. It's like the decisions of characters and the plot and the world. It's like. This is just bad, dude. Like, this is just unsalvageable. I feel like I should wash it, wa- wash it, watch it just to uh, just to understand what you mean. I mean, you can do that on your own time. Oh yeah, I'm no, gonna, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna recommend it. <laughs> if I, if I if I watch it and if I find something to talk about it about like what belt is not. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a little lesson. Uh, what belt is not with episode eleven of Desert Punk? Is 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 belt <laughs> belt is not imprisoning someone and hiding in the uh, the air vents to jerk off to them like uh, let's just say that is not exactly what we're looking for. Oh gosh, I and wonder, it kept going. I was like, yeah, yeah uh, it was like it was maybe a joke at first, but now it seems to be the episode, and it was so um. Uh, in case it wasn't clear, 
That is not belt. <laughs> it is not what it is. <laughs> if we had you know to clarify like? anything. Yeah. You know what I like? I like that we have our own little genre and we get to decide what it is and what it isn't. Because, you know, we start talking about, you know, what's good action, what's bad action, you know, what's good drama, what's melodrama. Some people get to disagree. It's like, y'all don't get to disagree with us. We made this up. It's ours. <laughs> this belonged to us. Like, And I mean, if we ever make it big, maybe we'll get George Lucas where it's like, no, you forgot. You forgot what it was. We know better. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll happen. Not happening right now. We ain't famous yet. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Comfortably obscure. I am. Which, I am. I, mean, I am secure in my anonymity. <laughs> um. I mean, you're not anonymous. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Se- secure in your lack of popularity. Your, there your we lack go. of mainstream popularity. Actually, no, no popularity whatsoever. I was gonna say. Um. The amount of people listening and the popularity of the podcast is not going to dictate to me how well we're doing. Mm. Because if we start doing this freaking, you know, just anime news and um, um, if we start doing just recap stuff again, I swear to God, mm. like, we have failed. We're not a recap show. We, so we got to make sure we yep. don't do that. Yep. Make sure we're not doing recap. We're talking about talking about ideas and concepts and metaphors and character motivations and what we liked yeah and what you can learn from it yeah that's important and i was thinking you know what i think we should just try to make the best anime podcast of all time yeah i think because why not we could do it. That's the whole freaking point of belt, baby. Yeah. We're trying to be the best. Yeah, why why have a podcast if you're not gonna make it the best? Seriously. And like, why have a podcast if you're gonna do what someone else is gonna do? Like, you're just gonna No one else is gonna doing sit, this. You're just gonna sit comfortable with the with the quality that it is, not I strive to be better. Yeah, I don't I don't wanna I don't I wanna be sat here being like, ooh, something happened. I get to talk about it later. Finally, content for the podcast. You think we're not going to fill up two hours with a bunch of nonsense <laughs> thinking, oh, maybe this is what this means. Maybe, maybe this can motivate me to do my best. You know, like I am going to, I'm going to search for some live action uh, belt that we can, that we can discuss. I'm broaden gonna, our horizons? Huh, what? What? I said broaden our horizons, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just anime. I, I, I thought that you were making a recommendation. I was like, I've never heard of this one. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to search. I'm gonna search. Let's see if I can find something. It's probably not gonna be hard to find, honestly. Yeah. If you if you actually think about okay, well, how would this take form? Yeah. In the context of this, um, I want to say uh, original trilogy Star Wars. Hmm. Because yeah. I mean, how does that end? It, it it ends with with Darth Vader turning. Yeah. I think. Darth Vader turning at the end of Return of the Jedi is is what makes the Star Wars trilogy work. It seems like such a small part of it, but that that the way that it completes that, like honestly, if we're talking about movie quality, the ones that I rewatch, it's A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. I rarely watch Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's it's far from my favorite as far as like the events that happen. I don't think it's as exciting. I don't think it's as as, as interesting, but. Mm-hmm. Darth Vader turning on the Emperor 
and like helping Luke escape the second Death Star. Yep. That that's what makes it work because then it's not just you know uh, the the hero's journey is complete now that Luke is able to save his father. Yeah, it's a really it's a really good feeling too, especially like that catharsis when he picks up the Emperor and throws yeah. him down that shaft. Yeah, that, it's like, mm. dude, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I've had it. I've been down this road too many times. I now know it doesn't work. I'm going to side with the winning side. Yep. Which is now going to win because I decided it's going to win. Yep. Ooh. Star Wars original original trilogy. Certified belt. Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, what what do you say we close this one with a banger? How about that that new My Hero opening? Yeah. It's pretty dope. It's pretty good. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do do it until we get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. That's what's going to affect our popularity. New grounds rules. Puzzle.